0: Hello and welcome to the Fence End podcast. um I'm here with the same team as last week, so we have Paul hello Paul. Hello. and we've got Matt, who is in Japan. Hello Matt.
1: Hello
0: hello, um it's what five thirty there, yeah. so uh five thirty in the morning, so you're pretty tired, I should imagine.
1: yeah well, jet thanks to the wonders of jet lag, not not as tired as you might imagine.
0: Oh okay. Yeah, that'll be later. You'll you'll absolutely <laughs> hit a hit a wall later on. Yeah. Um, midway
1: through this recording, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh I certainly sort of felt like I did during the during the match against Burton. Um and I think you could probably hear that if you if you heard my my I was gonna say breakdown immediately afterwards. What I meant was <laughs> my rundown of how the match went. But actually it did feel a bit like a breakdown. Um so the last two games, uh, we we lost them both in very different manners. <laughs> uh, yeah. You had Blackpool in which, you know, it's unbelievable we didn't win that match uh, in terms of stats, in terms of just how we played, um, in terms of the fact they they had a penalty that shouldn't have been one, and they didn't get a penalty that they should have had. We should have had three or four penalties um, because they were sort of chucking Dickie around every time he got into the box. Um, and, yeah, somehow we lost the game with 69% possession and all of the stats were in our favour except one, which is the important one, basically. Um, but positives to come from that, do we think?
1: Um,
2: yeah, I mean, it should have been, but I think it possibly had a negative impact on the next game. It was always like we felt we could just turn up, didn't have to do the dirty work, and I know that's moving on to the other game but I think it did we went into that game overconfident because of how we played in the previous game
0: yeah I mean Um, that's that's definitely an a a way to look at it having seen the second game mm -hmm. um I think we all left it thinking well if we play that every week then you know we'll be absolutely fine I can't believe we lost it and then as you say um maybe sat back a bit too much uh which which makes it all about the next game doesn't it? it you know that's the big thing about it and um... well, it was
2: it was weird because before the game there were some Burton fans on their forum who were saying apparently we're a really like niggly team who play long ball and we were thinking no we're not you know we, we play lovely short balls or whatever we don't play a long ball and then when we played Burton that's what we referred you know we started hitting long balls up to Taylor what what's he going to do with it yeah, you know, if we'd if have played, he's, he's not used to playing with that team. No, if we'd have played like we did, you know, passing to feet like we did with Mackie on um, Saturday, well, who knows what would have happened? It was, mad. yeah.
0: Yeah, reading Oxplogger's Blogger's um, breakdown of it, he he's great. I I know I talk about him quite a lot, but the way he he summed it up was. Um, that perhaps Robinson and the fans and Matty Taylor got sucked into the romantic story of a uh, a homeboy coming back to the club and he's going to score the winner because it's his, you know, it's his re-debut type thing. Um, yeah. And that's not what should have happened. What you do when a new striker comes in is you play the striker you've been playing and you maybe bring him on from the bench because he's only had a day to gel with the rest of the squad. Um, but you, you sort of went for this romantic story and that's not how it works because it's not a cartoon. And I, I think that sums it up quite perfectly. And the reason I like Oxblogger is it it reminds me of the old map interviews where if we do lose, you then listen to the interview and you feel a bit better. Um, and Oxblogger does that. It, it's a couple of days afterwards, but you read something and it's been thought through and it's a very logical look at it. Um, yeah. On that note, did you catch the Robinson interview after the Burton game?
2: Yeah, we kind of took all of the flack from Because, yes, yeah, the substitutions he made, maybe he did rush them and you know something was wrong there, you know, with the management and and the players, but he kind of took all of the blame himself, whereas I think the players need to look at themselves there as well, because apart from like maybe brannigan No, dicky that... was dicky
0: was superb
2: i think oh, in and the game. taylor actually did alright for what he was given but there were a lot of players who just didn't do what they have been doing for the rest of the season like they could just turn up yeah well uh, what,
1: um, what 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 uh, robinson says in the privacy of like the, the dressing room what he says to the to the, the press and not necessarily the same thing like i think it's a good it's definitely a good thing for him to um protect the players you know a little bit and you don't want to slate them when they've played well in you know the opening few games so then they then throw in one ball performance you don't want to just go straight to like slating them publicly because it's not it's not a good look is it
0: no absolutely and i think the standout person to have done that sort of thing in the past is is alex ferguson would know exactly when to blame the crowd or the officials or the players mm. or himself and know, oh, I need to deflect from this situation at the moment. So he would do that. He he tended to do that quite well. Mm. The the stat like Robinson's done something similar to this before in saying that um he was telling the keeper to put it out <laughs> instead of yeah. um playing it forward. And then his downfall was four weeks later going <laughs> You can't just keep on putting it into touch. Yeah. <laughs> which sort of threw him under the bus a bit. But I, I think that was probably a sensible thing to do. One thing that's really stood out this season, I think, is how good the fans have been. Mm-hmm. Um, when the, the standout moment was Woodburn missing that opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone knows which one I'm talking about. But he puts it over the bar, and what, three minutes later, Woodburn goes over to take a corner in front of the East Stand and all of the fans uh, applauding him and trying to get behind him and come on like you're a good mm. player and trying to get his confidence up. I think that's Robinson it. wants to keep that going and going, don't turn on the players. We've not We've got two bad results in a row. Don't turn on them. Keep the support and it will sort itself out. And I think that's the right thing to do. Yeah, I
1: think when... Yeah, I think when making... oh, sorry, sorry. I was going to say, I think when things just... are going well... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Paul. Uh, when things are going well... <laughs> um or you know you can see that people are trying are trying their best and that they're putting in generally good performances but you know every now and then there's a there's a little a little wobble you you don't you know it's not helpful for the fans to be like on players backs i think fans and fans know that generally like most people are are only going to start getting angry when it, when it when it continues and their people are not learning from mistakes or they seem like they're not trying uh, which is not what's happened yeah. so far this season.
2: Also, we've got a few experienced heads, you know, like Mackie and so on, who will go and put an arm around a player and say it, say what needs to be said. Um, yeah,
0: I think at the moment, Branigan has been captain when when Moose hasn't, but we've... Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's, what, he's, he's a youngster himself. But other yeah. than that, we've got um, Moose, Henry and Mackie, all would be captains in other teams, Eastwood could be, um, you, you know, we've got a, a, yeah. a few players that could fill that position um, of of being sort of a, a captain when needs be. And I think it's just really important that they do step up at the right points, and they seem mm. to. Um, very early days, and we, we are four points better off than last year. We lost yeah. the first four games last year. So... <laughs> You know, if we can build on that better start, then then that's absolutely great, I think. Yeah,
2: I I think that um, as well, if you're looking at the two performances, there was a big difference in the refereeing as well because the referee did affect the game on Saturday. He affected the result. And yeah. the one on Tuesday, he didn't. He made one, one bad mistake, which was not playing an advantage. But overall... He was all right. Yeah, he missed a few And I a know we haven't lost, or we haven't won while he's been refereeing, but he had nothing to do with the result at all. It was just the fact that Burton were much better than us on the day.
0: He did miss a few things just after the ball had gone, which led to Brannigan going down, and I didn't see what happened, but it seemed to feel that he had been hit. And then mm. next time he went near the same player, the the opponent went down in a similar fashion and he i think he probably managed that right because he didn't see what happened and he called them both over and sort of said you know this all i can do is is send one or both of you off if you carry on um but i didn't see the instance so just stop it and they did um however shall we take bets on whether or not Gorin's going to get his fifth booking in in his five games. Oh no, games. there's no point in taking bets. He's going to get it. See, I I think he is, and then I I would bet he's going to get a second yellow as well. So that's <laughs> not even going to be the right suspension. Um, he's he does slide in quite a lot or put his foot in, and. If he does it 10 times in a game, nine times he will get us some good possession that otherwise we wouldn't have and it would be a brilliant thing. And the other time it's horrific and he will get booked for it. Mm. Um, but he, it, we obviously were interested in Cashy. We didn't get Cashy for whatever reason, whether it was money or age or whatever it was. Right, we need someone similar. I've never seen anyone closer to a style of play than he is to Kashi. He's just younger.
2: Yeah, we've also got in a new defensive midfielder um in Thorn who's training. So
0: Yeah, he um I I spoke to a Derby fan um on Tuesday before going to the uh, to the Burton game and he basically said he's an incredible player, absolutely incredible, he's a game changer. His only problem is he needs to stay fit. If he can stay fit, he will absolutely light up League One. Yeah,
2: he's, he sounds. I mean, I know Levin was more attacking, but he's almost that sort of quality.
0: Yeah, apparently he's he's pick up the ball at the at the edge of your box and make things happen, whether mm. that's running with it or lofting it long. Um, but he will chip in with a few goals as well. He's 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 just meant to be that almost Lunny Lunny style. Yeah.
2: Um.
0: Obviously in the news a lot recently. Well done, Lunny, for your goal. Um, Right, anyway, so that was the incredibly uh, underwhelming performance that I think we can bounce back from and it can become positive. However, it's one hell of a tough place to go, isn't it, Bristol? We know what what an atmosphere that's like. You don't want it to become Matty Taylor's day either. It's got to be Um, about the team.
2: It depends. If Bristol Rovers start go into the game focused on Matty Taylor... It could work in our favour because we've got a lot of other talented players. When they perform, it I... also you know, it depends which team f- turn up. But on our day, we're a horrible team to play against. Yeah, um, the
0: the ref will be aware of the Matty Taylor stuff. I'm sure. Uh, whether mm-hmm. they actually protect, uh, you know, that's a different <laughs> kettle of fish. Um, I don't
2: with... know. I mean, it's the the, the EFL choose or choosing the uh, referee, so he's probably never refereed at this level. Yeah, we'd Trevor Cattle, won't it? Yeah, like, like, <laughs> um, like Sunderland, you know, where they put a, somebody who'd never refereed to a game.
0: Um, But anyway, I'm, I'm not sure how much of the Taylor hating is just from the fans. Um, um I, I, Obviously, Decanio tried to make it all about one player, but he's not a very good manager. And I know some people might yeah. listen and go, well, he got them promoted. Yeah, he did, by chucking money at it and essentially he's failed at two places and broken back into one of them when he got fired so yeah I don't think it's the most successful managerial career um but yeah he made it all about one player and it backfired twice yeah so um so if they do that I just don't don't see it working for them uh so I think we have to play it as it's another game and you know it's it's In that cartoon world I mentioned earlier, Taylor's either getting sent off or scoring a worldie in the 95th minute.
1: Yeah, well, for Taylor, Um, this is like absolutely like the kind of thing that, well, at least when he was, you know, banging form at Bristol Rovers, this was absolutely the sort of game he would have loved. This kind of atmosphere he really thrived on. Like, I remember going there away to bristol rovers in the season are you going to talk about
0: the handshake
1: absolutely yeah that that whole that whole game where where after after all that nonsense had gone on with us in the in the in the summer and he just got so much stick and so much abuse from the oxford fans and he lapped it up and and he and he you know what i mean like he he really put it on he brought it onto his side and i mean like that's that's one thing though when, when he was obviously at his most confident at his best he, um, he yeah. thrived on that. Now, coming into it in the kind of pressure that he's on, on now, having been, you know had a couple of years with Bristol City that haven't really worked out, maybe things will be different. But, you know, it's, 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 it's kind of, in a sense, it could potentially be the ideal kind of game for him.
0: Yeah, I think that happens a lot with, um, with a number of players, particularly uh, controversial ones, that they get booed, it's just sort of in any game, like Sterling a good example. He gets booed wherever he plays. And and fans, a lot of fans seem to think, ah, oh, this will get on his back. And it doesn't. <laughs> a lot of them enjoy it and, and sort of thrive on it, as you say. Uh, you know, one in a hundred maybe might sort of buckle under the pressure. And at that, at that point, you know, it's working like a goalkeeper at Wickham, I seem to remember, we got on his back and he conceded uh, two quite close together. I'm thinking
2: of a goalkeeper somewhere else as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. but that, <laughs> it doesn't matter what we do he will he will cost the team regardless um actually i don't know where he is now yeah but you know it doesn't matter he's irrelevant um yeah i mean mcguire is a, a good example of someone who opposition fans boo him and it all it does is boost him as a player and and we've seen that work for taylor and ricky holmes against us and then for us and yeah i think uh, I think it can work in our favour, essentially. Mackie's actually another yeah. good example. Um, with with that in mind, do you? you I, I think you've got to stick with Taylor now that you've played him on the Tuesday. I don't think you can take him out again, especially as it is against Rovers. Um, but do you go two up top and have Mackie as well? Or have Mackie just behind? Maybe play Woodburn I've, on the left and
2: Henry on the right? I would possibly start with Mackie and then bring Taylor on. Um, it would be interesting because we've had refereeing you know this season we've had with the new directive about going off at the nearest point and then walking around whatever yeah there's no unless way he will unless there's safety unless there's safety concerns it would be interesting to see because I can't think what the name of the referee was um, against Peterborough at home um, in the league he said before the game don't care we're doing substitutions the you know the old fashioned way so he got you know saying you don't know what you're doing but he'd said beforehand this is what we're doing yeah that is how it needs to be refereed on saturday you know you can't you can't risk players yeah i think
0: uh, in the heat of the moment that probably applies to every player but certainly that one yeah. Um you could argue about Sirks, but I don't think anyone anyone cares that much, do they? Like he mm. uh, he scored a goal against he scored a lot that season, but it was the Carlisle go- goal he'll always be remembered for. Um and other than that, there was a fallout he left and and that's that. Um mm. but it's it is just Matty Taylor. And it, uh- I mean that would be the same in reverse, I'm sure.
2: As I say, I would start Mackie and let him do what Mackie does and annoy everyone and tire them out. I can see why you're saying that. Then, I
0: just don't run. see... I I don't see that being good for Taylor's mentality. To go, oh, you're playing the full-time on Tuesday and then, oh, you didn't score and we lost, so we're going back to Mackie. We're going to bring you on in a bit. So he's got the the 60 minutes or 70 minutes, however long it is, to build up... Um. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, I would have yeah. thought
1: his inclusion in the in the Burton game was was with an eye on on Saturday. They didn't want to just chuck him straight in cold into that Bristol Rovers game. They wanted to give him some time to play. You want? they wanted to like introduce him to the club a little bit. Give him t- a chance to yeah. play in a game with with the rest of the team. So, like Yeah, absolutely. I think I think he'll I think he'll start.
0: Yeah, I I think I agree with Matt I can see both sides but imagine if he just went as a sub and didn't play because <laughs> <laughs> um, all of us were going if we're going to sign him can it be before that match
2: yeah I want to see Fossu start as well so I think we missed his pace well that's we all dependent pace. on the um,
0: on the injury isn't it hmm. so he's, he's right, had know, a hamstring injury as long as they're not w- rushing him back
2: I know Robinson says, you know, we're not going to try and get a winger now, but I do think we miss pace when he's not playing because I don't well, Hall hasn't found his form yet at
1: all. And Um, he looks a lot slower than he did before at his best.
2: Yeah. Well,
0: maybe Sykes going out on loan, which is the new plan, is to free up some wages or something in order to look at that winger.
2: If you can get him loaned out, and also. What's happening with McMahon? you know he's oh yeah, I'd forgotten about him, <laughs> yeah he's kind of picking up a wage, and he doesn't want to be here he's his mind is elsewhere you know with what's gone on with his family and stuff. he wants to be up north, yeah, you know, I
0: believe Barry and Bolton are both looking for players <laughs> that might really? be that might be bad taste, sorry if it is, um but
1: Barry might not yeah, be looking for players soon.
0: Well, yeah, quickly, get rid of him now then. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's tomorrow. We're recording this. In fact, we're recording this on Thursday, which means by the time it goes out, people will know whatever the situation is because um, mm, he's, um, he's turned down the bid.
2: Yeah, he's meant to be in negotiations with someone though now. Yeah, go from Paul well, Vale. I just can't, can't see in, it yeah. happen.
0: Well, we'll see what happens there, mm. I guess. Um and uh, of course and Bolton
2: obviously... are a mess as well with both the manager and assistant manager are well yeah designing they... and then calling off a game so they'll probably get another points deduction and yeah I mean both sides you, you can't you can't see it ending well. Um no, especially not at all. for Barry. Bolton may get out of it, which is frustrating for us because we play them last game of the season. But
0: Yeah, we I mean we played them before then as well. But uh, yeah y- y- it, it, that that situation will be whatever it is. There's there's nothing we can do about it. Um, Niall
2: McWilliams, oh Neil Neil McWilliams. Um, he was asked a question on the fans forum about what happens with season tickets um, if Barry are kicked out, and uh, basically the all the clubs in League One will decide what to do. And they'll all act the same way. So it could be that we get money back. It could be that nothing happens. I don't know. But they'll make a decision as all the clubs and
0: free hot go dog from and beer. There. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, well, clubs have budget right, okay.
1: for that money, haven't they? So sorry, Liam. Go on, carry on.
0: No, that's all right. That's all right. Um, I was just going to move on to the weekend uh, a bit more and, and talk about. Um, how we think that game will go, but also look at the fact we've got a cup game on Tuesday because we sort of neglected the Burton game last week, um, and maybe it's our fault because <laughs> uh, I'm sure the players all listened to it and they weren't quite ready for the game. Um, so, uh, Bristol Rovers, do we think that we'll bounce back with a win? Yes. Matt, negative Matt.
1: Uh. Like you sure. were positive last time. And know, we've and lost it, two. exactly. So. Exactly. It's, it's better. It's better to be. It's better to be cautious, isn't it? I, I think we could, we could are yeah. getting something. It's gonna be really tough. It's always a tough place to get three points, though. So.
0: Yeah. So so what do you think? Draw. You've given on, a competition answer. Give it a draw. <laughs> okay. On the fence. Uh, I'm still gonna go and win. <laughs> the fence end. There we go. Whack the. Whack the title in there. um, And then looking on to the Mull game, um, is a cup run... Do you think maybe you look at trying to get through in the cup in order to get a bit of money to put towards that winger? Or do you think you go, right, the league's more important, we can change a few things up? Um, I, I saw a, a few things on Twitter about the fact, and in Robinson's pre-match interview, we could put out more than two teams of 11... Uh, which we haven't been able to do for a few years. Uh, we've got cover in each position. So, do you change that all up and and see what happens, or do you stick with the 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 team that have been playing in
1: the league?
2: Bit of both, I think. Like we did against Peterborough.
1: Yeah, if it was me, I'd do exactly the same as we did for the for the last one as well. Even even though we're against the higher league side this time. Well, yeah.
0: presumably they will as well
1: yeah
0: uh, everyone's focus is really on the like if you can get a cup run then brilliant, but the league's the the bread and butter isn't it that's what you you want to focus on
2: yeah and although they are a higher league game, they're not exactly a glamour tie are they
0: no, and we've played them so many times in the last few years
1: mm. and they were they were so awful uh, in their last game we we might be able to put a weakened side and still and still come away with something
0: well yeah we've we've got to re- We've got to remember, Robinson is a, a proven manager at this level, and he can get wins from difficult games. Was he still in charge of Milton Keynes when they um, beat Man U five 0 or five one in the in the cup? I can't remember, but he's he's definitely played those sort of games and come out on top. Um, I'm, I'm not comparing us to MK Dons or Millwall to Man U, by the way, in that. Uh, just thought I'd let you know with that. Um, so, are we going through in the Cup? Matt, what do you reckon?
1: Yes. Yeah, go on, yeah. I've got to be positive about something.
0: Okay, Paul, what do you think? I think no. Uh, I think it... Is there a replay in this one? I'll go with a, a draw. And then <laughs> if it if it goes to penalties or whatever, it's a lottery, isn't it? So
2: I don't know. I they know. may have changed that.
1: So that
0: there are no replays, I, I can't remember. I think it's straight to penalties. Oh, okay. Um, can we win on penalties? Yeah, yeah. Why not? We'll win on penalties. That's where my money is. <laughs> um, right. Okay. So ah, that's relatively positive considering we've, we're off the back of two um, two losses. I I think earlier on today, when we lose, it takes me three or four days to get over it. And uh, today was the day I was I was walking home from somewhere and I thought about the fact, you know, the players we brought in, the fact we do have a, a manager who tends to end up in the playoffs um, or there or thereabouts and tends to be competitive and knows how to win games. And it's the kind of game we would look at as an opposition fan and go, that's going to be a tough game. It doesn't matter about form that's going to be a tough game because you look at the players they've got the backroom staff the way they've been playing um not just who they've got but who they've brought in they've they've actively brought in Matty Taylor and Fosu and you know these these players from other leagues and have proven to do well there I think we would be scared if we were coming against ourselves Um, yeah yeah so yeah I think we're going to be I think we're gonna be fine and we're gonna bounce back and we're gonna to string together several wins at some point um and and that's where the season will come into its own really
1: yeah, and I think also we're gonna get we're gonna get better over time you know our players came in so late that they're there's they they're gonna only kind of they're gonna only they, there's only one way they can go they are only gonna get better i think
0: yeah yeah i I'm inclined to agree with that um so uh, before I go, hi, Tim, because we've got to do that. Hello, Tim. We love you. Um, oh, I whacked out the L-bomb. I think that's the first time that's happened, but it's it's too late now. We can't take it back. <laughs> um, and happy birthday to our wonderful editor, uh, Fraser Webster, Counselor Fraser Webster. Um, it was his birthday the other day. And, uh, yeah, he's great, so we thought we'd give him a shout-out. If everyone could just tweet him, everyone listening, tweet him. Um, I'm sure i will love the notifications. Just say happy birthday. Um, Yeah, cool. Okay, well, that's probably all we've got time for. Um, But thanks very much for listening. And we'll be back again next week. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.